1: and shop for anything outdoors. When you make a purchase from the Go Wild store, everything is free shipping. Anything that you purchase anywhere in the country, no matter how big, free shipping. So go down to the show notes, click on the Go Wild link at the bottom, and get signed up today. And let's go wild. If y'all purchase anything from Go Wild, make sure that you're using the Houndsman XP promo code. And that code is going to be HXP10. So when you go in there and you download your cart, and you come up to the the bottom and it says promo code, add Houndsman XP to it. Welcome to the journey on the Houndsman XP podcast. I'm your host, Heath Hyatt. And I could not be more excited to bring you today's episode. I have been fortunate and blessed enough to make acquaintances with Lewis and Miguel. And I cannot pronounce their last names, so I'm not going to butcher them. They'll do that in their own time. But they're from Spain. Lewis is a retired uh, canine police instructor with over 30 years in the, the law enforcement world. Miguel started hunting with hounds at a very young age he is a school teacher and he continues to train dogs for um, search and rescue and he is an expert in man trailing there is so much knowledge and information packed in this episode that you're not w- going to want to miss it but here's the here's the catch: miguel does not speak english so i had to have lewis Translate for him, so there is a lag in some of our questions and answers. But I promise you, if you bear with us and let Miguel finish talking to Lewis, you are going to come out of this episode with your with your wheels turning. I'm telling you, they are going to be spinning at 100 miles an hour, and we are just getting started. We did not scratch the surface in this episode of what Miguel brings to the table. So he's an author. He's wrote two books. He's currently in his third book. He has developed an awesome. Some of you guys are going to flip out when you find out what he has um, invented to help him train tracking dogs, trailing dogs. Um, Sweet, sweet, sweet little tool. In fact, I'm trying to get them to hook me up, I'm going to try to get one myself for my for me. But guys, this is jam-packed, I'm telling you. Bear with us on the language barrier and you're going to come out of this with a lot of ideas and a lot of new training t- tricks and tips that you're going to want to try to implement. So, sit along and join us on the journey. The journey on Houndsman XP has teamed up with one TDC. This dual action support for oral health and mobility in our dogs. This unique supplement is so effective that it is recommended by top veterinarian experts worldwide to maintain and improve our dogs' health in four different areas. Their oral health, hips, joints, and muscles, skin, coat, energy, and recovery. Guys, I've been using this product for the last six months and it has been a game changer for me. If you're looking for something to help with the overall health of your dog, go to worksowell.com and give this product a try. It is highly recommended by Houndsman XP here on the journey. We are in Spain, and this is a first time for Houndsman XP. We have got some international people with us. We are honored to have them on with us today, and because there is a language barrier, we've got a translator, so there's going to be a gap. Um, Lewis is going to translate for Miguel. We've got Miguel on today, and I'm going to let Lewis just go ahead and introduce himself and then introduce Miguel. That way, I'm not butchering it with my Appalachian American, and you guys understand what's going on. So, Lewis, it's on you whenever you're ready.
2: Hi, thanks, Keith. Uh, great pleasure being us this opportunity to uh, have this as a chat. Uh, my name is Luis Paghetto. Um, I'm I'm British, actually, uh, from down down under South of Spain, from Gibraltar. Um, hey. My my background is operational from uh, customs and police uh, dog handling. I started as a as a, um, a drugs dog handler, and then um, I passed on to the uh, British police as a as a dog instructor. Uh, doing general-purpose dogs. and um, Basically, I started I started in the dog world back in 1985, I think it was. Um, I'm retired now, and totally retired. I've got my own company, uh, I do some a bit of training and stuff like that. And I met Miguel about five years ago through the uh, Spanish Federation of Man Trailing, and um, that's where we we met. We we, we you know we um, we had the same philosophies and we thought the same things. Y eso es está aquí. Miguel, le meto Miguel, uh, Miguel. Si quiere introducirte, y en largo te lo tradujo yo ahora.
3: Sí, hago extensivo tu agradecimiento por esta entrevista. Eh, yo soy Miguel, Miguel Ángel Carvajal. Eh, comencé en el mundo del, del perro en el año 1988, eh, en trabajo deportivo. Eh, un año más tarde empecé en el mundo del entrenamiento de los perros de caza también y en el año 1995 eh, comencé en el mundo de, de los perros de búsqueda y rescate y desde entonces he estado vinculado siempre al, al trabajo con los perros y desde hace años estoy volcado en los perros de rastro cualquier pregunta que tengan sobre mi actividad me la hace pero prefiero no extender Mi currículo para aprovechar el tiempo y hablar de, de los perros y, y de la Okay,
2: so Miguel. Miguel uh, he comes from the north of Spain, from uh, region of Galicia. He started in the dog world back in 1988 uh, with hunting dogs. Then a year later he started uh, in 1989 with uh, uh, in uh, uh, sporting dogs. And then in 95 he his first contact with the search and rescue world, uh, taking part in a search and rescue team. Um he's been working with dogs ever since and his whole world has been uh, centered around dogs. He's actually a a music teacher that is his real profession. And um he's he's grateful being being invited here to be able to talk about uh, dogs basically.
1: <laughs> yes. What um Louis what did what was he as hunting? What did what did they did he hunt when he started? What was that about?
2: Miguel, <inaudible>
3: Caza de, de pelo que era eh, los conejos y liebre y caza de pluma que es la becada que es una ave migratoria. Entonces preparaba perros para rastro y perros para pluma.
2: Okay, so he started training uh, hunting for rabbits and uh, game bird, and he used uh, to train dogs both to track and and to um, to lift up again.
3: Luego... the game, the Preparaba perros también por encargo y por pago para otras cazas, vale, then he, para zorro, also, para, para corzo, para lo que quisiera preparar
2: los clientes, yo les preparaba los perros. Then he would also train other dogs for clients for uh, wild boar, foxes, and any other animals that they required dogs for.
1: Nice, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what gets a lot of us people that like to track, which that's what got me into hounds was the tracking. Um, uh, short story. The very first time, my my great granddad owned um, fox dogs and coon dogs, and I really hated them because they barked all the time. They were out. They were tied out back behind my bedroom. We lived right. I mean, literally right beside my grand my great grandparents. But we had shot a bear year years ago, and my buddy had bear dogs, and he brought those dogs over the next day and. We started tracking and when those dogs started opening on that track, you're walking through the woods and they're telling you a story about what has been there. Like I was hooked immediately. Hooked. Okay.
2: Vale, uh, he también empezó con, con la cacería, la cacería de, de, de Casa Casa Menor, de Pájaro también. Pero un día yeah. le trajeron um, un perro de cacería de, de oso y era la primera vez que tuvo contacto con, con ese tipo de cacería y el, el tema de, de, de ver que el perro le estaban, los perros de rastro le estaban diciendo de que había habido un animal por ahí que eso fue una, una experiencia fantástica de, de, de cómo el perro informaba de, de, de la presencia sí. de, de ese animal que estaba por ahí y desde entonces se enganchó en, lo que en, el, en, el, en el rastro Yo he dejado de cazar
3: hace muchos años pero sigo rastreando de vez en cuando con perros de jabalí que me deja algún amigo y, y no lo hago para cazar sino por el placer de rastrear. Entonces hacemos a veces rastros de muchísimos kilómetros eh, y lo, lo bonito de eso para mí es poder ir con un perro por donde ha pasado el animal muchas horas antes. Entonces es algo que me sigue gustando todavía, sobre todo el rastro de jabalí. Okay, Miguel quieres
2: Although he's got friends who has um, hunting dogs for wild boar. And ahora y again, he va go with them, not for the actual hunt, but for the actual tracking,
1: para mm-hmm. being
2: able to track and see dogs tracking through where those wild mm-hmm. boars have been, you know, for kilometres and kilometres and Y eso that's that's placer pleasure I get. Not the actual hunting, but the actual tracking of that animal.
3: Yes. La última vez, la última vez que un jabalí, cuando llegué a casa pensé si estaba bien de la cabeza o estaba loco, porque eh, cuando haces una acción de caza. Cuando te entras en un sitio de mucha maleza, lo normal es ir por fuera y ver si el rastro continúa. Pero yo quería el placer del rastro. Entonces, he tenido que ir eh, gateando completamente acostado sobre los codos. Yo te lo había contado a ti, Luis, ¿No si te acuerdas. Sí, sí. Completamente gateando por por los pasos donde donde pasaba el jabalí. Y con la emoción del perro que va latiendo delante. Ja, ja, viendo que Vas viendo las pisadas y siguiendo las pistas. Y en ese momento la, la emoción te absorbe y tiras kilómetros. Y luego cuando llegas a casa piensas, bueno, si en ese momento el animal está ahí dentro y
2: se viene a por nosotros, me destroza. Pero
3: volveré a hacerlo.
2: La última vez que se fue a un árbol, lo que normalmente se hizo es que cuando llegan al undergrowth, tratan de encontrar dónde están los entrancias y excesos alrededor de esa área. Pero él fue tan so emocionado en but he got down on his elbows and knees and started following the dogs through the undergrowth, all into, in trying to look to see where, where the wild boar were. And he was thinking to myself, to himself, you know, if there is a wild animal in here, I'm a goner. He's going to have me for lunch. Um, but it's still, it's, it's high emotional, high, high, you know, high pumping. Uh, he just loves the, you know, the idea of going following those dogs whilst, whilst they're hunting down the, the, um, the wild boar. And he can see the footprints on the ground and esa that's that's the best part of foil. Pero will do, it, do it again.
3: <coughs> Termino con esto, pero el año pasado, <coughs> perdón porque tengo la voz. <coughs> tengo la voz muy mal. El año pasado he rastreado con un buen amigo mío que se llama Samuel Toledo, es criador de de sabuesos españoles. Hemos hecho un rastro de 20 kilómetros detrás de un jabalí y eso es verdaderamente emocionante.
2: Last year, he did. um, uh, He went to one of his uh, best buddies, Samuel Toledo. He's actually a breeder of Spanish uh, bloodhounds. It's a very typical breed up north, Um, and they tracked for twenty-four for twenty-four kilometers, and that was really, 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 really uh, a great experience for him.
1: Oh wow! So, Louis, I was just um, I was trying to pull up his uh, post from yesterday, but this caught my attention, and I think we've skipped over that. How many books has he written?
2: ¿Cuántos libros has escrito? Dos. Dos. ¿Two? he's written, sí. yeah, he's written two books in Spanish. Estoy
3: escribiendo un tercer libro, pero todavía no estoy empezando. He escrito dos,
2: okay. uno en español y en inglés, el segundo en español, y estoy... Yeah. He's, written books, he's written two books in Spanish. He's, he's actually starting to write a third one. Mm-hmm.
1: But he's
2: actually got two, two books in Spanish, of which the first one has already been translated to English. And hopefully, the second book will be translated into English soon. Y me han el libro para and they also, also, also been asked to have the first book to translated into French as well.
1: Nice, and they are all on. And I mean, I'm looking at one. It's the um, man trailing. So, it's, is it on? Is it on how to train a dog? Is it on what? What is it exactly it's, on?
2: It's it's the mythology that he uses to mm-hmm. uh, train dogs. Um, technology that he has patented to help him train the dogs, um, and basically explaining how he goes his process of of training uh, um, these dogs for man training.
1: And that's going to lead us into our next segment here. So, we want to talk about his methodologies and philosophies. Um, but first, real quick, the 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 dog that that I've got the video of the little it looks like a blue dog. Tell me about its um, breeding or what it's out of.
2: The, la- the last video. Yes. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: that, 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 that's a, that's a red lab, red labrador.
1: No, it's a. No? It looks like a blue tick. Hold on, I'll oh, show sorry, you. Oh, sorry,
2: sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gascon blue. Uh,
1: Gascon blue. Blue
2: tick. Yeah. Gascogne. Oh, Gascon blue. Yeah. Can but hablar sobre el? El azul de Gasconia. Gascun de Gascuña, azul de, azul de Gascuña. ¿Sí? Es
1: cool. So it's small, yeah. like for me, um, it's a lot smaller and tighter built than the Gascuns that I'm used to seeing.
2: Dice que es más pequeñito y, y más delgadito <clears throat> que el Pedro de Gascuña que está acostumbrado a ver.
3: Hmm. Porque en azul de Gascuña hay tres variedades. El gran azul, el petit azul y el baseta azul. El mío es el petit azul.
2: Okay, so there the three three types of petite, the big one, the grand, the
1: petite, yeah, the grand. and then okay. the yeah, and then the small one. He's mm-hmm. he's got the medium one. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a very nice looking dog. Very
2: nice. Esta este, esta esta variedad de de
3: de azul medio de tamaño mm. eh, se usa mayoritariamente para el rastro de la liebre. El rastro de la liebre es, es un rastro muy exigente, muy exigente, porque hay que encontrar el rastro de la noche y luego hay que seguirlo durante muchas horas pero también se está utilizando en otras eh, en otras especialidades en jabalí, en corzo en lo que sea, pero se han ido seleccionando los tamaños en función del tipo de cacería que querían
2: these, these, these medium-sized ones yeah. are used for the hunting over hares um, and they're specifically been bred for hair hunting
1: for rabbits
2: hares, hares rabbits, yeah, 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 ra- yeah. Ra- rabbits yeah. yeah. Um so they have to track for long distances because they move around a lot and so they need to be nicely sized, you know, to to be able to follow these, these
1: guys. Okay. And on that post cuz you and I talked about it briefly earlier, mm-hmm. Luis, um Miguel had posted that there's a there's a distinct difference in tracking man and animal. And okay. you and I both agree cuz we've done it we've done both like I I've been I've been hunting animal for thirty years with hounds and I know that my success rate with animals is a lot higher than it is tracking a man. Okay. So let's talk about the 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 differences um okay. that you guys feel like what's the differences and maybe we can you know
2: right okay vale Miguel dice que quisiera estado mirando el video este último de los nueve kilómetros que hiciste con conzuka Eh, de algo que tú mencionaste, que la diferencia que hay entre, entre rastrear un holo humano y rastrear un holo de animal. Uh-huh. Dice que él también eh, ha tenido esa experiencia, que para él eh, es más fácil, él ve que es más fácil traer rastrear a un animal eh, uh-huh. que un humano. Que hay más posibilidades de, 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 de ser positivo coger, coger un animal que, que, un, que un humano. Uh-huh. Y le gustaría hablar sobre sobre el tema este, lo, cómo pensáis y todo demás.
3: Uh-huh. Ok. Yo okay. creo que la, las personas que hemos rastreado animales hemos hemos tenido una escuela muy importante en, en el rastro. Vete traduciendo si quieres poco a poco.
2: Right. Uh, uh, we say that everyone that has tracked animals received, uh, has received has received special le- lessons from the dogs.
3: Porque uh, los animales no te ayudan a que tú les puedas encontrar.
2: Because el animals animals don't make it easy for you to find them. They make it difficult. Mhm. Pero para los perros es natural, es instintivo. That this word for dogs is, is is natural, is instinct, instinctive.
3: That, uh, animals que,
2: make it difficult. For them.
3: Fíjate que en varias generaciones podemos seleccionar perros con tendencia a seguir un tipo de
2: animal. Uh, just to make note of this, uh, through generations we've been able to breed certain dogs to follow certain types of animals. animals Entonces, yeah? Yeah. Uh,
3: los beagles nacen con el instinto de perseguir zorros
2: aunque tú puedas rastrear otras otros otros animales bigus are born with the instinct to to track foxes although you can train to, try, to track other animals but instinctively they are they are born with that instinct to track uh, foxes
3: estoy hablando en nuestro
2: país porque but ha habido don't... una serie una serie de criadores que han seleccionado ese tipo de líneas and miguel is talking about spaniels now because there's been certain breeders that have bred dogs specifically for that kind of of, of animal Sin embargo, la misma raza,
3: seleccionada por otros cazadores que solo quieren cazar conejos, los perros salen con mayor tendencia a perseguir
2: conejos. Yet, using the same dogs, or same, same
3: Pero en la actualidad no tenemos perros seleccionados para cazar humanos.
2: But in reality, we don't have dogs, specially bred to hunt human. humans.
1: Yes. Yeah.
3: Los perros seleccionados para humanos han pasado al al circo de las
2: exposiciones y nos hemos quedado sin razas. Yeah, the dogs that, that were originally bred to hunt animals, uh, humans, have been, you know, they've been bred into show dogs and, and stuff like that, and we don't have any real breed that is bred to hunt humans. Voy a añadir algo que es muy cruel. Y que no estoy de acuerdo con lo que voy a decir con el fondo sí. pero voy a explicar to, algo importante it's going to cuando se seleccionaban perros para un tipo de
3: caza los perros que no iban bien eran eliminados when o un mínimo to... de la cría Y, y, eh, no podían seguir criando, eran completamente descartados.
2: Yeah. When, they, when they used to breed uh, uh, certain breeds for certain animals, <coughs> those are puppies that were not suitable, they would be discarded, got rid Pero nadie ha hecho esa selección con los eh, rastreadores de humanos. That nobody has done that with breed of dogs for human tracking.
3: He dicho que eh, me parece cruel y no estoy de acuerdo, pero es una realidad. He you no know, doesn't agree with that, and it's, it's cruel, but it's a reality. Entonces, ahora, con los conocimientos que tenemos y con la experiencia de gente que sabe más que nosotros, vemos que si cogemos cachorros muy jovencitos y los ponemos en rastros de humanos y seleccionamos los mejores de ahí y volvemos a criar los mejores y los mejores y los mejores para humanos. Dentro de unos años podremos tener perros
2: especialistas de nuevo en rastrear humanos. So nowadays, with the knowledge of lots of people out there, they know a lot about breeding. If we start breeding, uh, 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 start breeding dogs, training them for human tracking, we get those best dogs and we breed them, and we start doing again the process of getting the best dogs from that litter for humans. Eventually, we, we would end up with a certain breed that would be specific for human, for human hunting. Something that hasn't been done. Uh, si tú si quieres cazar osos
3: y en una camada de perros de rastro le mueves la piel de un oso, vas a ver rápidamente como algunos le tienen miedo, o un oso, un jabalí, animales que desprenden un fuerte olor y que, y que provoca miedo o pánico incluso en los cachorros, pero hay otros que van a meter la boca y van a seguir. Y la selección viene de, de elegir esos mejores. Pues en los yeah, humanos... When... En, en, en los humanos existe lo mismo. Si tú crías las camadas y ves los que tienen mayor predisposición a estar con los humanos, a seguirlos y a querer estar con ellos,
2: vas a hacer una selección específica hacia ese tipo okay. de perros. When we're going to select a, a puppy for a specific hunt, we'll you know we'll tease them with a with a piece of hide, um, and we'll see that some of them are more inclined to bite, and others are afraid of it. So we start selecting the best ones from from that litter. Yeah? Um, if we can do exactly the same with humans, um, then, as, as from, from the moment of puppies, we can see which which of the dogs are more they've got more interest for that human scent than others. We start selecting those dogs and go through the process of selection to make sure that we can get a breed of dog that that just has a passion for human scent, like like any other hunting dog. Entonces, ahora lo que tenemos son eh,
3: perros muy buenos de caza. Que debemos entrenarlos muy bien para eliminarles esos deseos de perseguir la caza, porque es algo que llevan en su genética, es algo instintivo. Cualquier so humor have... de un animal va a excitar
2: a cualquier sabueso. So, what we have now is, is hunting dogs that we're actually training for humans, very good human tracking dogs, but they still have that instinct to hunting animals. So, when they come across any humans, any animal scent, Instinctively, the interest is going to be there. So we now have to clean those dogs off the animal scent and make sure that they ignore the animal scent and they just stick to the human scent. That's what we have at present now. Yo cuando entreno
3: estos perros que son de razas específicas de rastros animales, perros de caza, eh, siempre pienso en mi cabeza, te interesa mucho un conejo. Vale, yo te voy a dar algo que te interese más. Todavía con esto tengo que eliminar de sus deseos
2: el cazar conejos. Okay. Pero yo so les when, voy a poner
3: una balanza y voy a ir muy a mi favor
2: para que quieran rastrear humanos. So what Miguel does is when when he's working with a hunting dog and he's training hunting dog he thinks to himself right you've got a love for rabbits but I'm going to give you something more to love than rabbits at the end of that track. And I'm going to try and and turn that balance in the favour of what I want you to really track and not what your instinct is telling you to track. So the reward has got to be of a much higher value than the animal's instinct, natural instinct, to go and track for for rabbit because it's been bred for rabbit, for example. Cuando tengo un
3: problema con de este tipo con algún perro de caza y tengo necesidad de ponerlo a rastrear, trabajo sobre el instinto más importante del perro,
2: que es el instinto de supervivencia. When he's when he's working with these types of hunting dogs, he works on the strongest principle of dogs, which is the survival, the survival instinct. He works on the survival instinct of the dogs. Okay.
1: Yes, when Valley? when we train, we use I use the three three things: fruit, water, and air. And food is a huge, huge motivator because the dog yeah. has to use has to survive and he has to eat to survive. So, yes. <clears throat>
2: When he works with dogs, he works in three principles, air, water, and food, which are the supervivencias. And the food is the most important for to eat to survive. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's correct.
1: Yeah. So, um, Lewis, just start walking us through, because the, um, the conversation I had with Clinton, like, it really piqued my interest, and I, I want to learn, um, because I have a puppy now that's, she's 12 weeks old, I didn't get her until she was nine weeks. So I'm a little bit behind the ball. But go ahead and tell us about Miguel's um, philosophy and what he does when those pups are born, if he raises them, how he starts imprinting odor and how he works off of that as they okay. mature. Okay,
2: I'll, I'll let Miguel explain that. Vale, Miguel, dice que lo que está, lo, <coughs> claro en y lo que llamó mucho la atención fue el el imprinto de olor, el, el método tuyo con los cachorritos. Uh-huh. Dice que él tiene un cachorrito de 12 semanas, lo cogió cuando tenía nueve semanas, un poquito muy tarde ya. Pero que eh, quisiera que le explicases tú eh, cómo es ese proceso que, que usa para, para hacer que esos perros rastreen ese olor por la comida. Ok, ok.
3: Lo primero que hago es elegir un olor al cual el
2: perro no tenga acceso. Right. So the first thing he does is he acquires a scent, an odor. Which is not accessible for a dog. Si le pongo un olor
3: humano, y yo soy un humano, y otra persona es un humano, y ese olor está cerca,
2: no puedo manejar el, el trato de ese olor. Okay, so if he uses human scent, and he uses a human scent, and then there's his human scent, and some other human scent, then he cannot manage that scent that he wants to use because there's too much human scent around. Entonces, lo primero que hago es inventarme un olor. La primera cosa que hace es inventar un scent.
3: Utilizo una, fra, una fragancia, un, una colonia, una fragancia para bebés.
2: Y utiliza uh, un agua de toilette específica para niños, no alcohólica. Un agua de scent, un agua de básicamente. ¿Ya? Para los niños. Colón. Y trato
3: de impregnar a los cachorros con ese olor. Y que lo asocien de inmediato con un instinto de supervivencia, con su comida.
2: So he impregnates that down scent uh, the puppies so the puppies will associate that scent with food uh-huh. for its survival instinct.
3: Entonces, ¿lo puedo hacer con un cachorro de tres o cuatro meses o un perro de tres o cuatro años, o lo puedo hacer
2: con los cachorros que acaban de nacer? You can do that with sí. a with a puppy that's three four months old, with a dog at three or four years old of with newly born puppies.
3: Mm-hmm. Si lo hago con los cachorros que acaban de nacer, lo primero que voy a hacer es con unas gasas impregnar las mamas de la perra la noche o el día que, le, que está para parir.
2: Okay, so if it's going to start off with newborn puppies, what it does is he will impregnate a sterile ghost with that scent that um scent of the water. Yep. Um, and the night before the, the, the bitch um, gives birth is going to impregnate a tits, a glands, with that scent. Entonces, eh,
3: no sabemos, a ciencia cierta, si los cachorros buscan las mamas recién nacidos por el olor o por el calor.
2: Right, so we don't know scientifically, we still don't know whether the newborn puppy searches for the glands... Via smell or via heat, we still, we still scientifically, we're not, we're not 100% certain on that.
3: Pero por si acaso, yo le pongo antes de parir y luego todos los días, porque el primer día que el perro utilice el olor para localizar las mamas de la perra
2: va a tener un olor de referencia. Okay. But what he does is he he, he puts that scent on the on the bitch's glands before the puppies are born. And every other day that the dogs, the puppies are going to feed off the mom. So that scent is there all the time. So they start associating that scent with the food.
0: The Journey on the Houndsman XP Podcast Network is sponsored by Onyx. The most comprehensive mapping system in the world is available by going to onxmaps.com and downloading their app several subscription offers there highly recommend you use an onyx and here's a true story for you we've all got that spot where when we turn our hound loose at night they're going to head that direction well the other night my hounds headed in a direction for that property that had recently sold i had no idea who owned that property i simply opened up my onyx app found the landowner information cut the dogs off And the next day, I went to their house. And not only did I get permission to hunt there, I think I made some new friends. They are beef farmers, and they do not like raccoons running through the feed bunks, leaving their mess behind. Yeah. Go to onxmaps.com and download the app today at checkout. Make sure you use the promo code HXP20 and get 20% off. When you join us on Patreon, you will get a discount code for a deeper discount on Onyx Maps. Know where you stand with Onyx.
3: Al mismo tiempo, cada día, tengo una bolsa de olores de humanos con gasas de humanos que voy pidiendo a la gente. Un montón de bolsas de olores. Un, un montón de gasas en una bolsa. Uh, y cuando uh, uh, los uh, cachorritos están durmiendo, les voy poniendo gasas por encima de humanos. But
2: momento no les refuerza nada. Okay, so at the same time, what he's doing that, he's going to have uh, samples of scented gosses from different humans that he's acquired from family, friends, neighbors and stuff. And when the puppies are sleeping, he's going to lay those gosses around the puppies. Now the puppies are, are not associating that human scent to anything, but that human scent is being recognized by them although they don't associate it to anything else.
3: Luego okay. traigo colores de animales
2: y then meto being, gasas been,
3: de perros, de caballos, de gallinas, de ovejas, de vacas, todos los animales que tengo en la zona, ¿vale?
2: Venitas okay. gasas uh, y
3: hago lo mismo, le pongo por encima las gasas. Venitas okay. en does s- los humanos otra vez pongo estas gasas.
2: Venitas yeah. the same thing with <coughs> animals scent. so you get serigosis impregnated with horse scent uh, other dogs, animals whatever can get around. And it will alternate at night when the puppies are sleeping. It either put the human scent uh, gauces or put the animal scent gauces on top of the dog so that they're actually uh, recognizing those, those scents.
1: Is that yeah. to desensitize them from that odor so they don't pay attention to the, to the horses Pero, and the goats and the cows? Or...
2: Pregunta si es para limpiarle a los perros esos o or... es para que vayan reconociendo esos olores.
1: Espera. Wait. I'm getting to ahead, Emma.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're getting ahead. You're gonna be ahead.
1: Okay. Entonces,
2: yeah, yeah. So now he has three senses: mm-hmm. the human sense, animal sense, and the the water, so. scent of water. Made sense. The edad de comer es la fragancia de bebés. The one that gives a dog food is the fragrance word, the fragrance scent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Okay. Cuando empieza a destetar los cachorros y viene la primera comida de su vida. When the the, the puppies um, start to um, uh, wean off the 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 bitch and start, uh, it's going to have the first uh, food, solid food. Su cacharro
3: con la papilla tiene gasas impregnadas con el olor de referencia, con la fragancia. The
2: feeding bowl that he places will have underneath sterile gauzes with the actual scent, the scent of water he's been using since they were born. Cuando comen una vez. When they eat once solid food, ya rastrean. Now they know how to track. Una sola vez. First time they eat solid food, they know how to track. Entonces le hago un rastro
3: con el vehículo trazador o con un trapo con el olor de referencia, okay. y a partir de ahí
2: comen todos los días con este olor de referencia. Right. So, so as from that moment, he's got two ways of doing this. He will either have a small water pump um, with the scent water. In there, mm-hmm. and he'll lay a little track of that scent and food at the end. Or it's also patented; um, it's a, it's like a remote control buggy with a water pump, which you can actually remotely um, guide it, and you can control the the water, how much water you want, or scent coming out, etc. Yeah? And from that first moment that they eat, he will lay down a short track of that scent of water with food at the end, and they will follow that scent to the to the food. Y ahora viene la respuesta a su pregunta. And now comes the to your okay. a
1: Ok.
3: A partir de ahora, cuando pongo el cacharro de comida con olor de referencia,
2: pongo gasas de olor humano. Así que, desde el momento que pone el cacharro de comida con el agua de referencia, pongo gasas de olor humano. Y de vez en cuando, and now and again, cojo el cacharro de comida.
3: Un, que no tenga ningún olor de referencia. Mm-hmm. Pongo gasas de animales,
2: se lo acerco y no hay comida. Right. And now and again, he will get an empty bowl, clean of any scent, and he places it down on the gauzes that have been impregnated with the animals, but there's no food in there. A partir de ahí ya puedo rastrear un humano sin ningún ayuda sin ninguna ayuda de olor de referencia. As from that moment, he can now track human scent without any help of the scented water that that we use. We call that the target scent. So the target scent... In in the book, we talk about target scent. The target scent we're referring to is the scented water. When we refer to the target scent, it's the scented water, which is the first scent that Miguel will associate the puppies with the food. And then... Ese olor target lo, lo que me permite
3: es poner a rastrear a los cachorros muy rápido a través de un olor específico yes, y luego
2: so- inmediatamente le inundas con el olor humano y well, pasan the, muy rápido. Los beneficios de poder tratar los cachorros en el agua siente o en el target siente es que nos ayuda a traer a los cachorros muy, muy rápidamente. Because it's a scent that doesn't exist anywhere, but they're associated with the food, and then it's very easy to put en onto the human sense. Para terminar por mi parte, si
3: quiere preguntas que me las haga, eh, las camadas que he hecho con este protocolo, los cachorros que ahora tienen un año, año y medio, dos años, hay, hay de, de dos años y de, y de un año, aman, adoran el rastro humano.
2: Okay, so so all those puppies that he's actually started with this method, which are now two years old, a year old, all these puppies have a passion for human sense just now. Mm -hmm. They have a passion for
1: human Mm sense. So that brings me to a question. Through my training and experience, how many of those dog lures will, do you see that they want to stay with the human or – is there a divide on like half of them want to follow odor and the other one wants to stay with the odor, which would be, i.e., the handler? Is there a is there a breakdown there, or do they all just start trailing?
2: You mean you mean you mean with, with the, the the that they will know the animal sense another sense?
1: No, like you. So they they have a um they have a passion for human odor. Human odor,
2: yeah.
1: You're, you're you're trying to imprint them on human odor, yeah. Does okay. that make any of those dogs want to stay with the like handler-dependent? Like, I'm going okay. to stay with you because this is where my source right. is. Right,
2: okay, right, right. Dice, de estos perros que aman el humano ahora, si hay algunos de perros que tienen tendencia a quedarse con el guía porque ahí es donde están los olores de humano y que le va a darle la recompensa.
3: No, jamás. Never. No, never. porque nunca... Recompenso a los perros cuando se están formando como guía. Es decir, los perros que entrenan conmigo. Eh, este es un tema, un, de, un tema muy importante. Okay. esto es un tema muy importante. Cuando yo estoy formando perros, mi papel es pasivo como guía. El, el activo es el trazador. Y quien da refuerzo es otra
2: persona siempre. Vamos así por partes. Vale. Okay. So this is very, it's a very very important point, right? When he's training dogs, Miguel as a handler will take a very passive role in the training. He will never reward the dogs. Mm -hmm. The reward is always done or the tracking is always done with somebody else. And the track player will always reward the dog. The handler, in this case Miguel, his role is totally passive. There is no interaction with the dog at all.
1: I understand.
3: cuando cuando entreno perros jóvenes las primeras veces cuando el perro llega al trazador le hace una gran fiesta y yo lo que hago es retirarlo entonces no me ve a mí <coughs> como alguien que le está apoyando right. sino como alguien que le está sacando de ahí right. porque little, mi interés little, little, está en que siga la
2: persona y no que se venga con desde yeah. el beginning el cha ley the track and the dog reaches the track layer. The track layer will start rewarding the dog. And what Miguel is going to do is he's going to take the dog away from the track layer. So Miguel is not the provider. Miguel is somebody who takes him away from the reward. Because his interest is always to be focused on the track layer. So he takes him away. So the dog saying, Miguel, my hand is taking me away from my reward. I'm not interested in Miguel. I want to be with the track player who's actually giving me all, all, the, all the encouragement and, and the reward. Con el paso del tiempo acabas formando un gran equipo. Pero al principio <coughs> yo soy el malo with de la película. Tr- but, no entro bien Miguel Sepíte que no entro bien.
3: Con el paso del tiempo acabas formando un gran equipo, guía y perro. Pero al principio yo soy el malo de la
2: película. Yeah, okay, so with time you start building a very very good bond between the handler and and, and the dog. By the very beginning, uh, Miguel is the bad man. It's put really Que, no, being with it. Hay gente que le cuesta mucho entender esto, porque a la gente
3: quiere premiar siempre a su perro. Y yo digo, si tú entrenas un, un perro para que rastree un jabalí, el premio está en perseguir el jabalí. Entonces el perro tiene que aprender que su premio, su refuerzo, está en seguir el rastro y encontrar a la persona. Ese es su gran premio. Cuando ya lo aprende, okay. es cuando yo me meto en, en ese equipo y... A formar
2: <clears throat> some people, he uh, says, <clears throat> some people find it very hard to understand this because people want to reward the dog <clears throat> when they have the finds. But if you think of hunting dogs, when a dog is hunting a wild boar, the the reinforcement is the actual hunt for that boar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with time, when the dog learns this and it's got the passion for the hunting for the scent. Then, then afterwards, you can get yourself involved as a handler. But at the beginning, the handler is not a provider. The reward is given is received. The enforcement is, is actually received from the actual tracking and the, and the track layer itself, which will be its price at the end of the day.
1: It's, it's funny you say yep. that. Um, I just discussed this back in the fall with my listeners. The five, the five or six dogs that I'm running right now on Bear, Um, once that game is dead, they're, they don't care. They, it's about the chase for them. The chase. Yes. It's the hunt. That is what's driving the, my hounds. Um, they don't need that, that animal with, yeah, they don't need it. And people like, you know, they argue about it and then they're like, no, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, step back and watch. Like the chase is what they're about. Y eso es exactamente lo que reiterating exactly. to me. mí. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Exacto. Dice que es un tema que ha estado hablando mucho con otro, <coughs> otro, otro, um, otra, otra gente de su podcast. Um, él tiene cinco o seis perros que lo tiene entrenado para cazar oso, Y él se da cuenta de que cuando uno llega a cazar al oso, no tiene el perro interés en el oso. El interés de los perros está en perseguir a, 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 a ese animal. Y no vez que llegan al final, el interés no es el, el, el oso en sí y es básicamente lo que, lo que tú estás explicando con el método tuyo que es la pasión al al, ras, al, al, al rastro. rastro humano al, al rastro, rastro. The passion to the hand to the track al passion about the track
3: yes. Yes. yo exactly. nunca, nunca entreno exactly. los perros a la vista de la gente escapando que les he, ve a más he,
2: he, he never he never he never trains the dogs on the runaway method that they see the track player running away he nunca. never trains it that way never porque
3: eh, no quiero que el perro vea a las personas escapar y, y les
2: muestre interés. Yo solo quiero que, que tenga interés por el olor. Por el mm-hmm. in ground, follow,
3: Tenemos algunos perros y, y la gente si está, me escucha entre, esta entrevista, se verán reflejados sobre todo de tipos huesos. Que llegan al trazador terminan encantados y siguen un rato si les dejas, a ver si ese rastro sigue por algún lugar, o si el trazador ha estado en un punto y ha vuelto para atrás a esperar quiere seguir el rastro, es decir son perros
2: que aman por encima de todo el rastro,
1: están muy a gusto if,
2: con el rastro Si hay este podcast que conocen Miguel y sus tiene that will get to the track layer, and is, they're more interested in just continuing tracking than actually the interest of the track layer giving the reward. They just want to carry on tracking because it's what they love to track. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're interested in. They might just find the track layer, a little bit of fun, and then the sniffing again is another track around here, which is what I want to follow. And mm-hmm. that's what he wants to get out of dogs. They love the love for the actual track. Estos son para mí los mejores perros. For him, these are the best dogs who love to track. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Lewis, get me started. I've got this twelve-week-old pup, and of course, I'm gonna hunt, I'm gonna put her on bear. So, how wh- where would Miguel start with this pup to get me lined out on getting her um, tracking? Bye. Now, there's a, a, something I need to tell you real quick. I've done a little bit of um, testing with her her attention span, she's 12 weeks old, is about that short. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that's an issue that okay. I already see.
2: Okay, vale. A ver, para... El, 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 este cachorro tiene, <coughs> quiere, los quiere empezar él, los quiere formar él para la casa del oso. Mm-hmm. Vale. Mm-hmm. Usando el método tuyo
3: mm-hmm.
2: y teniendo en cuenta que tiene 12 semanas mm-hmm. y, y el, el tiempo de, 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 de enfoque del cachorro es muy, muy cortito,
3: mm-hmm.
2: cómo, ¿qué proceso usaría... Basado tu método para pa empezar este mm. pedo con el olor, el olor del, del oso,
3: pues yo cogería el olor en un spray, el olor de una piel, de algo que tengan mm. en un spray, pondría una línea de olor con comida y a partir de ahí esa línea de olor le va a llevar a la comida cada día. Si tiene, ha dicho tres semanas o tres meses,
2: no, eh, 12 semanas, 12 semanas.
3: meses, vale, meses. pues sus tres o cuatro comidas diarias a través de un pequeño rastro. Con el olor del oso. Okay. Al, so, al mismo tiempo with? tiene que ir acostumbrándole a una piel de un oso, porque le puede impresionar mucho con, con okay. un okay. trozo okay. pequeño. Pero That's... que para comer que vaya siempre a través okay. de esa línea de olor.
2: So what he would do is, is he would get a, um, a fresh piece of a bear hide, right, and impregnate water with that bear hide lay down on a spray bottle with that bear hide water down, lay down a track with some tidbits of food on the actual track of the scent that you put down on the floor.
1: So am I putting food with the track or at the end of it? Yes. With No.
2: It. First of all, you put it on it, some of them on it. you see mm-hmm. You see it as soon as the dog associated with the smell, he'll miss, it will jump those pieces of, of, of food. And yep. then every feeding time, if you feed the dog three times a day, every time you feed your dog, you lay down a track of this scent and, the, and this feed at the end of the track. Small tracks. Which we're talking about three, four, five meters. Nothing more than that. Right. Ten meters maximum. Yeah. Right? So every feeding time, the dog will have to follow <coughs> that scent, which he has already associated with food, because it leads him to his feed feeding bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. And at the same time, you need to um, introduce bear-hide to the dogs so that they're not afraid of bears as well. You know, like pieces of big pieces of a rawhide, make sure that they, they, they're not uh, spooked out by, by, by the actual rawhide.
3: Eh, antes de continuar, me so, llegó un right. mensaje que dice que la llamada terminará en 10 minutos. Que esté pendiente por si quiere renovarlo.
2: All right. It's just, it's just to see the message that the, the call will finish in 10 minutes. Yes.
1: Puede renovarlo
2: a la reunión. Okay. So that, that's how I would do it, right? First of all, spray um, with water mixed with the, with the bear hide mm-hmm. with little pieces of, just little t- bits on it so that he's following that scent and eating. And then after that, every feeding time, it's a small track of this scent with he's feeding, feeding at the end. Um, Miguel, I'm showing you a piece of... Uh, okay. Olor de, Olor de oso. Olor de oso. Olor oso. Comida, comida, comida. Circles with bear, with the bear smell and food inside. I got so you. Was bear hair, bear smell, full inside. I got you. And then you can actually lay a track with just with the bear, bear smell and its food at the end every day in its mealtime.
1: Yes. I, I Tres o cuatro sesiones. Tres o cuatro sesiones. Yeah,
2: three or four sessions of that. A day. Segundo ejercicio
3: está al revés, creo, ¿no? Sí. Bueno, es igual. Eh, comida. Comida, right. oh, exacto un poquito de comida aquí para el inicio con olor del oso yeah. toda la comida diez metros muy cortito
2: bien yeah. right. so the th- first time you do is just put the the spray on the ground with the food in it mm-hmm. right and then two or three sessions of that and after that you lay a track little bit of its food at the beginning there will be the food ten minutes max ten meters maximum of, of, of bear scent on the on the ground and its food at the end right. right. many
3: times in right en menos de una semana
2: En less than a week you'll be laying down 50 10. 60 metros, 100 metros. 50, 50 60 meters 100 m
1: in a week nice entonces
2: el perro
3: no necesita morder ni 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 volverse loco por querer cazar
2: no. lo que quiere es rastrear eso yeah so the dog does not develop a a killing instinct that I want to kill the the reward, the, the the animal at the end it gets the love of following that track because it is in his food
3: porque algunas personas quieren rastrear un oso porque quieren cazar un oso pero otras personas quieren rastrear un oso para protegerle y para saber donde está entonces
2: el perro solo tiene que querer rastrear no tiene yeah, porque so some, que querer atrapar
3: and
2: yeah, some people might might train dogs to hunt bears Eh, Conservatives might train dogs just to find the, the the bear and not kill it. So the emphasis must be on the actual hunting Hunt. and the tracking of the dog and not the killing at the end. And that's sí. that's the way he, he works his dogs. De esta manera el perro va
3: a querer rastrear el olor que tú le has dado. In
2: this in this way, the dog will want to follow that scent.
3: And maximum interest a
2: estar en seguir the rastro And the most his maximum interest is going to be following that scent rather than
1: getting the king of the end. Yes. I I can I understand that. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Lewis, I didn't realize yeah. that this was going to cut us off in ten minutes. So yeah. um I want to talk about one of the things that um that we was talking when we was talking about the books, I want to go back and <laughs> you said um the technology. Has Miguel yeah. developed some type of technology that
2: yeah. What it develops is patented. Uh, it's like um, it's a small remote remote control vehicle, mm-hmm. right? Um, which which has it's, it's remotely controlled. It's got its water container where you can put in a scented goes with human scent or target scent. Whatever it is you're using at the moment. It's got a small pump, and it's got a small tray, plastic tray, at the top. Now what you do is you put the dog's reward meal, whatever, on the actual tray. You put your target scent or human scent, whatever it is you're using, on the, the water on the water reservoir. And you can drive this remotely controlled vehicle wherever you want. Depends the distance, you want 300 meters, 400 meters, whatever. And you can be laying down the, the scent and you can control the amount of scent that, that's, that's coming out. So it can be a spray, it can be um, uh, just droplets. And it helps you to be able to work with your dog on your own, with nobody else. So, if, if some people say, I can't do any track because I haven't got a track clear. With this vehicle, you can get your partner sent on a ghost or somebody else's scent, put it inside that, that, that water container, take your vehicle with you, and you can practically lay it down a track with somebody else's scent that's not even there. Nice. And you can, the dogs will actually follow that and you can use it. You know, the, the imagination is, is limited. What you can do you can contaminate cross tracks. You can do lots of circles and contamination, and you don't need anybody to help you with. It. Obviously, ultimately, you need layer, but it's a, it's a great help for puppies and for and for um, older and more uh, veteran dogs. One of the grandes has terminado.
3: One Una de las Especially... grandes ventajas del vehículo trazador es que el perro ama el rastro porque cuando llega, lo único que se encuentra es un un pequeño artefacto mecánico con su comida,
2: con su yeah. refuerzo, pero lo que le interesa es el rastro. Yeah, well, the of, of this is that when the dog gets to the end, it comes across a mechanical article that's got food on it, so the emphasis is actually on the tracking and getting to the end rather than the interest on the on the on the vehicle because it's not human,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but the reward is there. Luego so cuando ponemos, the for the track. Cuando a esos perros les ponemos una persona al final
3: que todavía les motiva más lo que hace es subir más todavía el interés
2: por rastrear. Cuando ponemos un humano al final de esa pista y el perro llega al humano, todo lo que hacemos es just aumentar el interés por el rastreo, porque encuentra ese alto valor al final con el humano, con la interacción y el recompensa y la comida y todo. Con esta yeah. formación no necesitamos correr
3: delante de los perros, no necesitamos correr al final para escaparnos. With this method
2: we don't need runaways, we don't need, um, um you know, runaways at the end of the track, runaway at the beginning, because the emphasis is on the dogs having passion for the track itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Luis, we've got three minutes left. Yep. Um, like I Tremble. said, yeah, so... I'm sorry, I would love to have you guys back on because we are not, I've not even touched the surface on questions <laughs> that I want to ask you, but okay. before we end this call, is there anything that you want to leave us with, um, what we've talked about today? You got three, okay. we got three minutes.
2: Vale, dice que todavía no ha empezado a so hacer las preguntas que si quiere ser, pero le gustaría tenerlo otra vez aquí, pero si hay algo que queremos, queremos, queremos añadir sobre lo que hemos estado hablando hasta ahora. Lo único que puedo añadir es que este tiempo no llega para nada.
3: No, no, todavía estamos yeah. eh, empezando a tomar el aperitivo.
2: Yeah, we uh, began saying that the time we've just had now is just the aperitivo. There's much more things that we, that no began, so we haven't really gone into the nitty gritty of the stuff. Yeah,
1: so yeah. would that mean that yeah. you guys would be willing to come back on here
2: yeah, in the next couple of weeks
1: yeah. or a month and, and, do, and finish this?
2: definitely, and if you have a platform that gives you more time yes I mean we can we can be talking here till tomorrow
1: yes <laughs> I, I do I, I used a different platform today, and I will okay. not use it next time, so okay. um but okay Luis, you and Miguel I, I mean I can't thank you enough. Um, like I said, I know we have just scratched the surface on what you guys do and the things that you do, and I want to learn more. Uh, when Clinton told me about some of his methodologies and stuff that he done, I'm like, "Duh! Like I know this. Why am I not doing
2: it?" <laughs> it's happened to all of us. Dice que que la he encantado que quiere aprender muchísimo más de lo que de lo que ha podido captar hoy. De que Clinton yeah, it's happened to him as well. Yeah. It's, it's happened to all of us. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so it'll be a pleasure being back here with
1: you. Okay, good. Yeah, because we're under a minute now. Like I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't realize this platform was going to cut me off at an hour. um So, okay. Louis, thank you. Thank Miguel. And I will reach out to thank you. you. I'll probably reach out to you in the next day or two and we'll try to schedule okay. the the, yes. the follow-up because this is great stuff.
2: Okay.
3: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure
1: for me. Yeah, gracias. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Great pleasure being here. Gracias.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys.